welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today I'm quite excited because I've just met this lady for the first time, although we've been connecting on on various social media for quite a few years now. Um, I'd like to introduce Beth Freitas, MD. Now, Beth is a pioneer in lifestyle medicine education and award-winning teacher at Harvard Medical School, as well as the Harvard Extension School. And at Harvard Medical School, Dr. Frady's passionate thinking style, or teaching style, sorry, has earned her several excellent in teaching awards for work in multiple pre-clinical courses covering topics including nutrition, the musculoskeletal system, the central nervous system, the endocrine system, and an introduction to the medical profession. And now one thing I want to add is that Beth has authored the Lifestyle Medicine Handbook, An Introduction to the Power of Healthy Habits. Now, I know it's, I think, number 61 by Book Authority as the best, number 61 is the best medicine book of all time. So it's rating at number 61. Now, I can tell you it's a damn good book, folks, because both my daughters have a book and they, they do use that book from time to time. It becomes like a little, I don't know, it's like a, uh, what's the word? It's like a dictionary. If you want to know something, um, and that's encyclopedia, that's it, of, of, to me, of medicine. So if you want to know something, look it up in that book. So that's how I, I know about the Lifestyle Medicine Handbook. So look, welcome, Beth, to our, to our show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. And, it, and, it's, and look, it, the reason why I have you on, because to me, um, good leadership is about self-leadership and to be a self, a leader of self, one of those, to me, responsibilities is to maintain your a proper lifestyle and maintain your health. Because if you don't, without that health, you don't have the impact that you that you should be having. So just tell us a bit how you sort of started on your journey with lifestyle medicine, Beth. Sure, Ross. So it actually began many, many years ago yeah. when I was, 18 years old at that time I not too had... long ago not too long ago i might add a lot lot then <laughs> shorter period than i have anyway since i was 18 sorry for interrupting <laughs> no, just a just a couple of few yeah. years ago yeah. and it was a surprise how all of this transpired mm. because in fact one of my major heroes and mentors in life was my dad. Yeah. And he was a leader of a company that his father started. They were entrepreneurs and they led with grit and integrity, perseverance, hard work, mm. honoring and respecting all of their clients and coworkers and staff. And they were phenomenal leaders. And the company was to go another generation and that was yeah. going to be me. For the longest yeah. time, I was going to be the third generation to take that mm -hmm. business mm -hmm. forward. It was financial advising, accounting, and okay. I wanted to. I loved, I loved math. I, I loved accounting. It, it fascinated me, and I wanted to work with my dad. And all seemed well until we realized that dad was harboring a lot of disease inside. Mm -hmm these things are silent, like high blood pressure. You don't yeah. notice it 
and you don't yeah, notice these I things. But he had high blood pressure. He had atrial fibrillation, so an abnormal beating of the heart that he didn't know. And this all came to uh, light when he had a heart attack and stroke when he was just 52 years old and yeah. he was paralyzed on his left side. So that- yeah, Still young. Yeah. Right, very young. Mm. And that was a wake up call to him, thank goodness. So he made a complete lifestyle change and he did make a complete recovery, good news. Good. So yeah. he was able to live another 27 years of his okay. life. Happy and healthy, but focused on on taking care of his body and his mind, so he could bring his best forward. And I made a complete change for my career. And mm. at that point, decided that I wanted to lead in a different way. I yeah. wanted to lead people into thriving, into healthy life styles, so that yeah. they could yeah. be them their best their best selves uh and this is this is for leaders especially in order to really let your talent out and to share all that you have inside you in your mind you must take care actually of the body the mind and and the heart so yes, i call it as you probably know ross mm. i work towards a healthy body peaceful mind and, and joyful heart. So the soul, yeah, yeah. your soul, your mind and your body. And yeah. that's how I got into medicine. This is how I've gotten into lifestyle medicine and leadership. So now what I do is I, I coach leaders so that they can be their best selves and their most productive during all of their years of their lives, right? right? All yeah. the way to, to what, what do we want to call it? The golden years. The golden years. Oh, that's sooner. That's sooner than. That's getting closer for me every day. I, I, I was saying. Um, there's one thing I was thinking of when you were saying that, and it, it. I can picture a Grand Prix car, a racing car, right? They have a pit crew, and to me, that's taking time out to recharge your engine. Because you'll never win the damn race if you don't go into the pit crew. Things will happen, right? But you go in prior to anything happening quite often. You just go in for a check, wheel change, whatever, because they keep the engine running. To me, I know you do a lot of tweets um, saying about taking time out and reconnecting with yourself and just relaxing. To me, that's going to the pit crew. You're just using nature or the environment around you as the pit crew to help you sort of regenerate and recharge. So that's that's what came to my head when you were saying that. To me, that's what good leaders have to do. In order to win the race, you need to be stopping the pit crews. You don't want to stop sometimes, but you need to, to know to you get to the end of the race. That's brilliant, Ross. And I have never thought of that. And I've never used that analogy. But it's brilliant in so many ways because something you don't know is that my dad was uh, Mario Andretti. <laughs> I mean, not really. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> but, but, but the man just, just uh, had to go fast. Well, he's a New Yorker, right? Uh, walk uh, fast, walk fast, eat fast, drive fast. Everything was full uh, speed. In a rush. 
always in a rush. Always in a rush. And and well, interestingly, always wanting to be first. So we we, we had to get there first, be first, no holdups. But I love what you said because, well, it, it, it makes me think of dad, but it also makes me think of one of my 12 steps to well-being. Yeah. That is a timeout. And I love that you appreciate that in the tweets that you see my emphasis on taking some time to yourself, reconnecting with self. Yeah, a medical yeah. student of mine, actually, she was at Harvard College when she was first working with me and I was doing my talks to the students and to patients and to leaders. And I talk about timeouts, taking that time, like Stephen Covey. Sharpen yes, yes. Sharpen the soul. Yep. Right. And what she said to me is interesting, Dr. Frades, you talk about timeouts. I think they're empowerment moments. And so she got me thinking about these, these timeouts as empowerment moments. And now this is the first time I've thought of these timeouts as, as, as checks in the pit crew. And that's brilliant. I, I, I love that analogy. And interestingly, my dad hadn't seen a doctor, hadn't gotten checked, hadn't had, had the check. Oh, I, who knows? I mean, it could have been 20 years, hey, more, hey. more since he had seen a physician. So, so much went unchecked. That's right. That's, that's, that's the Hence the pit crew. You got to get in and get things checked. But there you're, you're yeah. like, it's, you just, you need to be the most effective you can be as a leader. And you need to do everything you need to do to be effective. And, and part of that's having a, having a healthy body. There's no question about it. I've had some health challenges at different times. Um, I'm still out jogging and running <laughs> whenever I can. So, um, because I believe that the healthier the body, the more I can do, um, but I still take time out now. I never used to when I was younger, but I did see the light. I did see the light and I take time out to meditate when I can because um, it, it just restores the energy within you. Right, right. Create the impact. And Ross, the interesting thing is Hippocrates talked a lot about good nutrition and moving the body. Now we know, research has shown us the great value of moving the body, say for a leader, you need creativity. A, a leader needs creativity. They need yeah. to think out of the box. We call this divergent thinking. Yeah. Some researchers at Stanford studied divergent thinking after 20 minutes of walking divergent thinking after 20 minutes of sitting. I'm sure you're not surprised, but here's no. data to show. <laughs> after walking, divergent thinking goes up about 60%. 60, okay. That does not 60%. surprise me, I must admit. That does not surprise me. But some of my best ideas are come, coming during exercise or just after. And other research shows that we can get into alpha, theta wave okay. yeah. brain activity after a run. Yeah. And this is also some waves that we are in with meditation. You also mentioned meditation. Mm. Fascinating with meditation. We know now Sarah Lazar's work here at Harvard in Mass General Hospital, she looked at the brains of longtime meditators versus the brains of those that did not meditate. 
And interestingly, there's changes in the brain. Those that meditate have increased cortical thickening. The brain is thicker mm. in the prefrontal cortex, which every leader wants that's a the, good solid prefrontal yeah, cortex. Yeah, that, that's, that's the creative, creative, creative yeah. and the CEO of the brain, planning, organizing, yeah. that's all here. It's all in the front of the pipeline. So it's taking care of the body, the exercise and nutrition, but it is also optimizing brain function. And, and I know that leaders want to be on top of their game mm -hmm. at all times. And it's necessary because people are looking to you for the answers, looking to you for the next step. And if you want to make the most strategic, creative step, you, you must have your prefrontal cortex engaged, your, your, your thinking, yeah. your, your CEO yeah. of your brain engaged. And the way to do that is through movement, exercise, sleep, how important sleep is for <laughs> our brain function. Yeah. Yeah. Critical. I, I agree. I, I agree. I've had uh, different executives over the years because I, I coach executives and some of them get it. Others say, oh, you only need four hours sleep at night. And I'm up at four in the morning, five, and thinking, you think you're doing well. You think you're really on top of it, but really you're not, right? Well, just, what's interesting. You just can't maintain it. Or some people can, probably more than others. Well, you say this, and it, it reminds me of being at medical school at Stanford, and I was with a wonderful attending. Um, I was doing my pain mm -hmm. rotation. We were up early. I am an early bird. I get up at five oh, or six in yeah. the morning. Yeah, we're talking about have. that before the show. Yeah, we're talking about that before yes, the show. Yeah. I, I've always been this way. I love the morning time. So I'm up early. We're rounding. And this attending whom I admired told me, well, we only need five hours of sleep. So we're going to be just fine. Meanwhile, of course, he's chugging. He's <laughs> chugging his coffee. I'm <laughs> chugging my coffee. <laughs> and right. and sh sure, sure, the coffee, it does absolutely work. Yeah, it works a lot. Yeah, yeah. The problem is when you consume caffeinated beverages throughout the day, yeah. it, it, you're not yeah. allowing adenosine, which is an, an important signal for sleep. You're not allowing adenosine to build up because caffeine, in fact, binds with the same receptor as adenosine in the brain. Okay. And by 11 o'clock, we, we want a signal for sleep. We, we want to be getting to sleep. We need rest. Mm restoration, relaxation. It's the same kind of thing like the, the, the pit stop. The, yeah, the, pit yeah. the body needs its own resetting. And we actually, we clear waste from the brain during sleep. Mm. It's really important to, yeah, to yeah. let yourself get to sleep. But with caffeine, if you drink it after three o'clock, Ross, I don't know if you know no, this. I won't. But yeah, well, I don't do it because it, I know it's not good. <laughs> It's not good because, yeah. because it has a half-life of, of, of four to six hours, which means if you drink it at 3 p.m., half of it could be in your system at 9 p.m., and this yeah. could keep you awake. Yeah. Yeah. And what I think leaders don't realize is sleep deprivation impacts reaction time, reaction time, so physical reaction time. Mm -hmm. It's there's research that compares sleep deprivation to 
blood alcohol levels. Mm. And 24 hours of sleep deprivation, your reaction time is similar to someone who has a blood alcohol level in the drunk range. So mm. it's mm. critical. And, and I work with surgeons here at Mass General Hospital for them to thrive and be at their optimal functioning. And a surgeon reaction time is pretty much everything <laughs> while yeah. you're in there. Yeah. And, and they too are leaders in so many ways. So we're trying to, in lifestyle medicine, help people appreciate sleep as foundational for their health, happiness, creativity, productivity. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I, I truly agree. And that's why I do some of the things that I do now that I probably didn't do in the 20s and 30s. <laughs> you just sort of blast through and think you'll be right, but um, you start to realise how fallible the body is. So you need to be uh, conscious of it. And there again, have the discipline to, to look after it because that same discipline helps you then create more impact with, with leading people uh, and doing what you need to be doing because if you're half drunk by, by lack of sleep then right. you're half drunk by lack of sleep so you're not, not creating the impact that you need to be creating which will slow down in slow motion it's just exactly it'll, exactly. it'll burn burn out so you won't you won't finish the race you'll be you'll be you know driving off to the side because you never stop to the pit crew that to me you just you just won't get there well, you're, mm -hmm. praying, you're praying the tyres will last just enough to get you to the line. But So it's a real hit and miss. You know, and leadership's not about hit and miss. It's about being disciplined of self, and that's the key. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I, I like, there's a couple of things. That, like there Again, you often often see some of the things you've been writing is, is the effect nature has on that as well. And I, yes. feel, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Um so mm -hmm. it's it to me it, it's a it's uh, I don't know what the word is but it just helps you connect with yourself and the more you do that I think the better the more you look after yourself physically the more you connect mm -hmm. to yourself spiritually or connecting mm -hmm. and talk to talk to yourself talk to your inner self to me it encourages you to look after your outer self your body your physical aspects mm -hmm. I just think there's a connection there. You don't, people that don't tend to connect with their outer body don't really connect with their inner body. They just go. Just, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if there's any research saying that, but it's just the way I've, I've seen that a lot of the executives I've coached, you can just see the difference between the really good leaders. They all look after themselves. They're all conscious of it. Mm -hmm. um, the really good ones. Uh, and you can, you can, mm -hmm. you can see why. They're, they're connected, as you said, spirit, soul, body that mind that the whole part of it is connected that's no doubt about it right. and that's that that's the meditation or the time out right and most leaders have passion right they've got the passion they have the sense of purpose so they're passion purpose driven mm. right they're 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 sparked they're energized yeah. they've got the yeah. fire in them and in order to keep that flame burning they, they must take the steps to honor their own body, their own mind, their own soul. And it's when you do that, that you're able to work day by day, each day, you think to yourself, what's the priority? What's a priority right. today? 
how much time will I spend on that priority? How do I craft my day so I can get priority number one done? Instead mm. of a lot of people are just flying around, uh, just reacting, around, reacting to uh, everything, just, uh, just whizzing around and uh, I guess experiencing what they, they believe to be fires and trying to put out the fires that, that are in their way and not actually planning. A, a real leader, a true yeah. leader is going to be thinking ahead, not just reacting to everything, but, but planning and putting things in play. So in order to do that, you really need these to-do lists. Well, first you need yeah. your big vision, right? Yeah. And you're, well, yeah. you have your mission, your passion yeah. and purpose driven with your mission. You need that vision of what you're going to be in 10 years, five years, one year, mm. right? That's right. And then, yeah. and then it's all about, well, what am I doing today? You know, what mm. do we do day to day? How do we make progress day to day? And then another thing I think is coming into medicine more and lifestyle medicine yeah, is this yeah. idea of social connection, how important it is to be socially connected. I believe this is very important for leaders too, meaning, yes, when you're a leader, you have the ideas and you need to, to you feel you need to get yeah. the job done. But I believe a real true leader that's going to have impact for generations is someone who can work with others, lead others, mentor others. They, they can create a whole army of people that will be able to continue their work, continue their ideas, and also lift others up. So whoever they're working with, a leader, a real leader, uses yeah, the strengths, yeah. acknowledges the strengths. In fact, some people on your team, you're the leader, some people on your team could be better than you. In most cases, you'd like, you'd like, you'd hope that they are better because that's what lifts the team. That you want people to be better than you are. And eventually they, it's like you want them to fly basically. So that, and they fly the best they can ever fly. And that quite often involves being better than you. The skill is right. just getting them to do it, getting them to fly. That's it. And, and you're right. So every one of those things you're saying, you said others. And getting back to the, the original point, it's social connecting because without socially connecting with people, then you're not leading anyone. You're just being by yourself. You're in your own little world. Leadership's about others. It's about leading, leading people forward, developing people, as you said, growing people. So to grow the business, you grow the people. That's basically it. So it's, it's that energy, that energy. And the way to maintain that energy is have the energy within that only comes from a healthy body because it won't come any other way. So look, on that note, um, Beth, um, one thing I was, you were talking there and I'm, uh, I was just watching you and it, you see the, the energy, but the passion radiate from you. And I can see why you'd win a few teaching awards at Harvard because man, there's a lot of passion coming out. <laughs> you, you, you just live it. You, you're living that, that, that dream you've had. And I, inspired by your father, really. And that's probably some of the reasons. These things happen for different reasons. That's inspired your purpose. And I have no doubt you can see it in your eyes and in your, in your body language. There is a belief in what you're doing. And when you read the book, you can also get that belief. It jumps out on the page. 
<laughs> strangles you. Well, I got to leave. I got to keep reading this one. <laughs> so, thank look, thank, it's it's been great. It's been great to have you on. And um, we're just talking about before uh, Gary Hensel will be on as a guest in the next week or so, and we might have a then a a group a group session, the three of us uh, at some point soon in May. Let's organise one so we can talk a bit about that as well. But truly is it's self-leadership and leadership comes from within and self-leadership leadership is going to the pit crew. Thank you. Thank you for liking that idea. It just popped into my head. So I'll be talking about that more often now. So feel free to keep using it whenever you can as well. But it's um, but it is so true. And uh, you're certainly a, a well-oiled pit crew uh, manager, I would think, because the book, the book's the pit, pit crew instructions, I can tell you. That's wonderful. Thank you. And I will certainly identify you as the one that put that pit crew right. analogy for That's me right. because I love it so much. And I know my father would adore it. So mm. it's odd, Ross. I always wanted to work with him, right? That's why uh, I wanted to go into the family uh, business. And in a very interesting way, I continue to work with him. He yeah, did pass I, away. Yeah. I think you are now. I think you are now. It's like, there's right. a connection there that you can see it coming out out of you. As I said, the passion's coming from you, and it's coming mm -hmm. probably the, the the energy from your father gives you that passion, mm -hmm. makes you probably yes. ten times as effective because you just yeah, really you. believe what you're doing. That's true. I I believe that is true. Mm -hmm. And like all good leaders, it's that self discipline to believe in what you're doing. Uh, and you're leading, right. you're leading the medicine, lifestyle medicine track and other leaders are leading whatever they need to be leading. But the key is you need the energy and the passion and the only way to do that is maintain that healthy lifestyle. So thank you, Beth Freitas, MD, for being on our show today. And we'll, we'll have you back on again with Gary probably in May sometime. That's terrific. I'd appreciate it so much. Thank you, Ross. That's all right. Great to have you on. Thank you for listening, people. Mm -hmm.